Greetings and salutations, goddess. Welcome back to Arian Rites and the Goddess Experience. Now, I just wanted to give a little heads up that this episode does get a little intense. It's very emotional um, and revved up about the topic, but I feel like it's really important. And that topic is who, who we should put our trust and respect into. Who deserves our time and our energy. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Like I said, it gets a little intense, but I really revved up and also wanted you to be able to hear me over the noise of my car because I (laughs) hopped in my car. I just wanted to rant, drove for like 30 minutes just so I could get you this message. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's talk about respect. Okay, so I don't know if this is going to work. Hopefully you can hear me. If not, I will re-record this. But this morning in my Barb's chat group, group chat on Instagram, which for those of you who don't know, a Barb is a diehard Nicki Minaj fan. Like, I'm a Barb, you a Barb, we all Barbs. Um, some, Some lovely young woman brought up the discourse of why do y'all hate Cardi B so much? It's not fair. Why does everybody pick on talented black women who are not Nicki Minaj? Okay. (laughs) So this opened up a gigantic can of worms for me and all my friends and all the people in my chat group who are like, listen, it's not because Cardi B is black. It's not because Cardi B is another female rapper who's competing in the same space as Nicki Minaj. That is not the reason why there's a lack of respect for Cardi B as time goes on and she has revealed herself to be a certain type of person. So for those of you who do not know and for those of you who are not really interested in the rap music industry or rap music in general, Cardi B came out, I think 2017, 2018. Oh God, maybe it was way back. I don't even know. I don't know when Cardi B came out because I've always been a diehard Nicki fan and I have periods of my life where I live under a rock and I don't pay attention to pop culture, media or anything like that. But I do know that when Cardi B came out, I took one look at the thumbnail of the music video and I was like, who is this person trying to impersonate Nicki Minaj? Which is hilarious considering I've kind of built my career around studying Nicki Minaj's career and seeing how I could follow her pink print in my own way. So. I didn't give Cardi B a chance at the time. I was like, no, there's only one queen. There's only one female rapper that I will listen to. That is Nicki Minaj. The good, the bad, the whatever, which is hilarious because now in my older age, I don't think there are any bad Nicki Minaj songs, period. There's not a single track she gets on that is not just pure gold and pure fire, depending on what mood you're in. And it really is, you know, different songs speak to different people and that's fine. But every single song is fire. She actually has a line where she says the whole album crack you ain't gotta skip a track and that was from an original album. So (laughs) I'm really worked up about this whole thing because this young woman 
is is a really young woman and it breaks my heart to think that there are people out there who think that Cardi B is on the same level as Nicki Minaj just because she has radio play and she has lots of money. That is not what makes a great rapper. That is not what makes somebody queen. That is not any part of the equation. Like, yeah, sure, getting radio play is part of the music industry equation, but it's not the single thing. And having money proves that you're successful, but it doesn't mean that you are a good artist. It doesn't mean that you're creative, that you're inventive in any kind of way. It doesn't show anything about your creative skill. It just means that people are willing to pay you money um, because you're charismatic or whatever it may be. And I will admit, okay, I had to take some good long amount of time away from Nicki Minaj because the pink print was really intense. You got a really deep look into her life. And if you don't understand the context of it, it can be a little alarming. But when I took my time away, you know, I do this with my friends too. We spend every single moment of every single hour of every single day together. And then I take a couple years off because I need to be reclusive and figure out who I am again and make sure we still fit. And after my time away from Nicki Minaj, I started craving her lyrics again. I wanted to listen to I'm the Best. I wanted to listen to Last Chance. I wanted to listen to Fly. And those are all just from the first album. And so I I started reintroducing myself to Nicki Minaj just to make sure that she was a good influence that I wanted to have in my personal sacred temple because all of our bodies and our minds and our souls and our spirits are sacred and you have to be careful what you let into your soul. So I started letting Nicki Minaj back in. And then uh, late 2020, I started doing research on the other female rappers like okay if I'm gonna write this pink candy series I can't just exclusively listen to Nicki Minaj so I started listening to Iggy Azalea, Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B just because those are the other prevalent rappers who have kind of grown up from the Nicki Minaj era and I didn't mind what I heard there's a couple of Cardi B songs that I liked at the time that were inspirational And part of the reason why I had to listen to these songs is because a lot of the free-for-profit beats are in the style of. And I couldn't find any in the style of Nicki Minaj tracks, but I have like three in the style of Cardi B, and I am a little disgusted the fact I'm still using them, but they just slap so hard. I just have to ignore the fact that her name is in the descriptor of the tracks. But, you know, so I, I went and I did my research, and I was like, okay, you know game recognized game there's other females killing it this is fine but then when I finished drafting the first draft of the first book and I was like okay I don't know jack shit about Nicki Minaj I don't know what I'm doing I don't know anything about the music industry I just kind of wrote like a fairy tale fantasy of what I imagined it would be like I need to do more in-depth research about who Nicki Minaj is how she came up and what what was this beef like what is the Nicki Minaj hate train And what I found disgusted me, and you know, the fact of the matter is that there was a legitimate period of time where the mainstream media was pushing Nicki Minaj as the bad guy. That's why if you listen to Chun-Li or anything, she's like, oh, 
you painted me out to be the bad guy. She has this narrative on the album Queen where she calls out the fact that people were trying to make her into something she is not. And I was horrified that anybody would ever do this to this woman that I love, who I see as a sister, even though I've never met her, who I see as an equal and I fucking respect greatly because she sets the president for creative artistic work and I found out that she was an independent artist she's self-made in in the way that we um accept self-made to describe you know she didn't do it all by herself she had little Wayne she had young money she had a team but she didn't have the industry backing her she didn't have major record labels jumping at the chance to sign Nicki Minaj she had to figure out a way to get what she wanted by herself and find the right people who also wanted to help her get what she wanted because they believed in her. And then I studied the Cardi B, Nicki Minaj beef. And let me tell you, just let me tell you, okay, it it was such garbage. And there are literal interviews on Queen Radio of Nicki Minaj you know, talking about how Cardi B doesn't have respect for her audience. She doesn't have respect for the women who follow her. She doesn't have respect for any of it. And calling calling people monkeys, calling people's dead children monkeys, it was disgusting. I was like, okay, well, what's Cardi B's side? In every single interview of Cardi B where they ask about the Nicki Minaj beef, she just kind of like rolls her eyes and like, oh yeah, I don't know, like she's a good artist and just kind of brushes off the question, which is really suspicious when a woman who has been in the industry for over 10 years has so much to say about the topic. Like that is crazy to me and that just speaks volumes to me. The fact that somebody is using their platform to scream and cry about the injustices that have been done to them because they can't keep silent anymore. Meanwhile, this other person is just sitting around like, yeah, uh uh-huh, no, there's no, there's no beef. Um... psychotic to tell you the truth to tell you the complete and total truth to listen to Nicki Minaj like I said a woman that I love dearly a woman who I see is like my fairy godmother or my sister I have a lot of respect for her screaming and crying screaming and crying about the things that she has been through because she can't keep silent anymore and this other player is like essentially just denying the crap out of it it's disgusting. It's disgusting to me. And so I was like, okay, whatever. That's a little weird. That's like psychopathic. How, how could you just sit there and be like, oh, yo, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why she's mad at me. Oh, I think it's just the fans. The fans like bring in the beef. And it's, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> so. That, that was a lot for me to take in. That was a lot for me to take in as 
as a true fan, as all of these things. That was a lot for me to take in. However, I didn't really understand how big of an issue everything is until I was watching um, just a compilation about Cardi B talking about music and her career. And she admitted on a live stream on Instagram, I guess, that she does not care about her lyricism, her music, her craft, the whole thing that she is representative of. She does not care about wordplay, punchlines, metaphors, being intelligent in her craft at all period. These are her words, not mine. Okay. And that it's just about a lifestyle and all she cares about is money. Well, in the history of hip hop, the lifestyle is that of being the best. Can you be the best graffiti artist? Can you be the best rapper? Can you be the best break dancer? Like that is all it is about is the competition. And for you to say, I'm in this craft, this genre, this competitive sport, but I don't care about the things that make someone a top competitor, and to still get away with presenting yourself as a top competitor in this space is absolutely ludicrous. That is disgusting and horrible. And so that's, that's where I drew the line. I was like, okay, no more Cardi B influence. Like, I don't care. There was one, I don't even remember the name of the track, but there was one track that how, how to rap on YouTube broke down because you can learn a little bit about branding and how to be a good rapper in it. But even in the intro, he's like, don't come for me in the comments. I know Cardi B doesn't write her own raps. It's still a good song. We're going to break down how to write a good song like this. And that's really telling and super sad. But it doesn't even end there. It doesn't even end there. So I was like, okay, I'm done with Cardi B. That's fine. I know who my influences are. That's awesome. Now I know what I need to change about the Pink Candy story so that my rapper's legacy is more reflective of Nicki Minaj than someone like Cardi B, who's just dishonest in their practices. And then I heard Up. Ugh. Ugh. This song. This is what they play on the radio. This is what they tell little girls. Like, little girls is okay. It starts out. It's this pump-up song. You know, once upon a time, there was a girl who said I was ugly, but it's just because this man wanted to press up on me. And you're like, okay, yeah, that is a real human experience. That is a real thing that happens. That is as truth. There's a lot of very beautiful women who are told that they're ugly by other women who are jealous of their looks. I mean, Tyra Banks was completely shitted on in high school, and she is the top model who picks top models. So... There's no question about that. And I was like, okay. But then you get deeper into the song, and I think it's in the second verse. I don't even know. I kind of tried to block it out. I was traumatized by it because my my baby sister is at a very impressionable age, and 
this young girl, young woman in my, my chat group is also an impressionable age, much older than my baby sister. But in Up, she literally says, oh, she literally says, this is a Cardi B word for word lyric, gotta argue with them because a hitter loves a toxic bitch. That shit is not okay. That shit should not be playing on her radio. That is the epitome of disgustingness in our culture. That is not okay. And so for a, a young woman to come in and be like, why are y'all hating on Cardi B? I don't understand. She's a great artist. Da 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 da. Well, by the definition of being an artist, she's not. And as an influence on young society, she's spreading the wrong fucking message. You don't want to be a toxic bitch. That shit kills you. That shit destroys your life. How do I know? Because I used to be a toxic bitch. It is not a place to fucking be. So I, I went on this little rant. I was really super nice and sweet because we have a lot of varied ages in my Barb chat group because Nicki Minaj speaks to everyone. Whether you're 40, 30, or 16, you can find something to appreciate about Nicki Minaj. And so I very clearly stated like, look, it's not because of Cardi B's race or her history or anything like that. It's specifically because she doesn't care about her craft to the point of not writing her own lyrics and kind of making a joke about it when that is entirely what Nicki Minaj's entire career has been about was making sure that people knew that she was the creative genius behind her work. So what does this have to do with goddess mindset? I promise, I swear, I did not just hop in my car and take a drive to have an angry little rant about how rap music has changed over the years. But I, I realized at the end of the day, it's not about musical preference, this, that, the other thing. Because there's a lot of artists who are doing things similar to Cardi B, but they have more respect for their craft, for their fans, for everything. So they stand out to me as better people. And I ended my little rant to my beautiful chat group saying, at the end of the day, it's about who you want to put your respect in. Do you want to put your respect in somebody who made the paint and wove the canvas and made the paintbrush before creating a beautiful masterpiece and taking it to an art gallery? Or do you want to put your respect into somebody who had their friend paint the picture for them and then took it to the art gallery as their own work? And I thought that was a beautiful metaphor um, for this topic. Because it really is, you know, if we weren't talking about rap, if we were talking about other art forms, if we were talking about my books, if somebody else came in, wrote all of my books for me, and then I put my name on it and said it was my work, I would get dragged through the mud. If I was a painter and I had my friend paint an acrylic painting for me and then I took it to market as my own and somebody found out that that was not genuinely my work, I would get dragged through the mud for it. So first of all, why is it okay in the rap industry, in this rap music space, for us to debate it so much when it really is just about integrity? And at the end of the day, as consumers,
leaders and as goddesses, we really need to focus and be careful on who we put our respect and belief in. Are we putting our respect and belief into people who have integrity or no? And that is not to say like, you can't listen to booty pop rap. You can't listen to, you know, drug money rap or anything like that. That is not what I'm saying. We like the music that we like. We like the stories that we like. We love hearing what we want to hear. And that is perfectly acceptable. But who is bringing you that music? Does the person bringing you that music have integrity? Do they share love and light when they're not on the mic being a killer? Or do they just spread toxic waste anytime they get on a platform to talk about whatever it may be from a very wide spectrum of, of uh, topics? That's what it is. As goddesses, as consumers, we need to take the power back and say, hey, this is not okay. You cannot come into our society and perpetrate this idea that being a toxic individual is something to look up to. It is not okay to lie about the craft that you bring. It's like when you go to an electronic freaking show and you think somebody's a producer but they're just a DJ and they have a playlist set up on their computer and they're not actually mixing or doing anything but they're jumping around on the stage pretending to hit buttons instead of dancing around on the stage to get the, the crowd hyped up listening to the music just like they wanted. There's a huge difference between a good DJ who presents himself with integrity and hypes up the crowd and just hits play, dances around, gets the crowd going. You can obviously see that they just hit play and they're not putting up any fronts versus the DJ who wants you to believe that they're playing live for you so they'll do anything to put on this charade that is a falsehood and it's not genuine. In our society of fake pockets on women's clothes and you know fake faces and fake bodies we really need to be careful about what we're putting into our minds and our souls. I don't care if you've had plastic surgery if you're a fantastic person but don't don't come in here and say you want to be just like me you need to be plastic just like me when you're a horrible person. And that doesn't stand for just Cardi B, that stands for everybody. We need to take it back into our hands and really show our loyalty to the people who work with integrity, to the people who have respect for us, and the people who have respect for their crafts. It is, at the end of the day, it's not about like, oh, you don't like this person because they're just a competing... They're a competing woman in the same space as this other person who's full of integrity. No, it's it's really at the end of the day about the battle of good and evil. And J.K. Rowling and all of the other fantastic influences in my life would let you know that love defeats evil hand over fist. And so I know I'm bringing this up a little late. The Nikki Hay train was years ago, but I don't want to see it repeated. There's a reason why I talk so much about Nicki Minaj is because when I pop off and the Pink Candy Project becomes a household name, I don't want there to be any question about who my influences were. I don't want there to be any question of beef of like, oh, Pink Candy is competing with Nikki. No, Pink Candy has mad respect for Nikki. And if anything, Pink Candy works with Nikki all the time. That's what I'm working towards. I don't want a legacy where I'm famous and have money because I shit on people all the time. I want to have money and be famous because I lift people up all the time. There's a huge, huge difference between those two dynamics. 
And at the end of the day, whether you want to be famous or not, because it's not everybody's cup of tea, I just have a lot to say, you should still want to be that person who moves with integrity and love and light for the people around you and respect for the community around you instead of turning everything and anything into a joke and disrespecting the heck out of it. So go forth, spread your goddess light. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to my angry car rant and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening today's to today's episode, goddess. Don't mind me while I slip over my words. There's been a lot said, but if you enjoyed this episode, if it was entertaining to you at all, please leave a review, subscribe to this podcast, and don't forget that I do have listener support turned on. So if at any point you feel like tipping me for sharing my point of view, that would also be very, very much appreciated. I love you so much, goddess. We'll talk soon. Hey, goddess. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Ariane Writes and the Goddess Experience. I just wanted to take the moment to show my appreciation by inviting you to go to the first link in the description box of this podcast and join the forum where you can join in discussion about this episode and all the other episodes previous and to come with the other goddesses who listen to this podcast with you. Thank you again so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you in the forum.